0: Aloha! Wahini and Kane! It is Wednesday, November 18th. This is the Thunderdome Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome back, and thanks for being a part of our Ohana this week. I'm Troy Chang, your host, and so glad to spend a little time with you here on our podcast. Well, things are getting a bit hairy out there. The NFL has put all teams in intensive protocols. There has been some cries of shutting down the fantasy football season. And although some things must come to an end this week, like one of the greatest TV series, Supernatural, the Thunderdome plays on.
1: you are done may your weary to
0: rest don't you cry no more so before we carry on to week 11 let's look back at week 10 matchups in game 1 It was squishy with 155.6, defeating 58, otherwise known as Pigs, 138.84. After his record-setting performance, 58 scored 138.84. And as he noted, he would have beat anybody else in the league except for one team, which was squishy. And that's the team he played. So Squishy locks up a playoff seed with that win. In game two, we had the Demogorgons against Stanky Boys. And this was a battle for the ace spot. The A seed, the last playoff spot. And Demogorgons again hustling and grinding. And they come up with a win. 119.36 versus 93.88. In game three, we have number one man Wolfpack bounce back with a victory, taking down TLA. TLA only scored a paltry ninety five point eight, and uh, to rub a little bit more uh, salt in his wounds, uh, Allen Robinson gave him just what he needed, about ten point three, and he was able to defeat TLA. Uh, the only trade that was done. In this league, uh, this year was between those two teams, so that was a, a pretty exciting matchup. In game four, we had Zeke Squad with one hundred seven ninety two, defeating the A team eighty three seventy two. That was a almost a quiet victory by Zeke Squad, but he comes up with another victory, and with that, he solidifies himself at the sixth seed and uh, moves ahead of the A team. Based on point total. Game 5. We have two men enter. One man leave. uh, Versus Victorious. This was a defensive struggle. uh, In the rivalry game of the week. And it was two men enter. One man leave. Who comes up on top with the bragging rights. He will keep Victorious from being able to keep step with Squishy. So Victorious will... Be able to have to stay on that second seed, though, uh, with his points total. Well, while two men enter, one man leave, slowly moves up. He is now at the five seed. Finally, it was Rump Shakers 130.96 versus Zillas, a paltry 63.24. He gave 58 a run for his money. He almost broke the record set just a week before. Uh if it weren't for 58, Zillas would be called 63. So Zucchiezillas will certainly should be thankful that they uh knew where the bar was set so that they knew that they just had to get over that so that we they wouldn't be stuck with the new nickname. So things are looking pretty exciting. Everything is really tight again. Uh a lot of teams bunched up at 7-3. and three, A lot of teams bunched up at 6-4. and four. Um, There's a fight for that last playoff seed. And there's still time for a lot of movement um, depending on the results of next week. So we shall see what happens. All right. Well, everybody, uh, it's a great day here in the podcast. I'd like to say... Uh, our interns, uh, Joshua and Justin, has been doing a lot of persistent work behind the scenes, and as the uh, popularity of the podcast has been increasing, uh, we have been getting uh, a higher volume of guests. And so we've I'd like everyone to say aloha to our featured guests this week. Um, Joshua, you want to do
2: the honors of introducing them? Yep, I'd love to. Uh, we have uh, Joseph Shin, the owner of the Demogorgon. And we have John, the owner of the A team.
0: Welcome in, guys. Thanks for coming to the podcast.
2: A pretty weak intro, John.
3: <laughs> Aloha. Thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for having me on.
2: Well, I can't do much of a better intro because you guys are in the middle of the pack of the standing. So. so uh... Shut it down. Good idea. Shut it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Get them. laughs> A league. A season. So, you know, I guess first we're going to bring in, uh, let's talk to John a little bit from the A-team. Uh, you know, John was able, able to join our league, of course, after um, after uh, we had lost a couple members and he was gracious enough uh, to enter our league. Actually, he has entered both our, our leagues, this league and our, uh, I guess you could call our JV league. <laughs> and did you not win, John, the, uh, our other league? Was it the first or second year you won that league? I we wouldn't we, have invited him if we knew he was a shark. Yeah, it, <laughs> uh, it,
3: it, I think it was the second second year. But, uh, you know, I mean, just, um, you know, happy to, uh, happy to be invited to, uh, to uh, you know. Happy to take
1: our money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, ha- happy, happy to be invited as, the, uh, you know, the expansion team you know, right. coming into the league and, uh, you know, especially with, uh, you know, th- this league being such an established, you know, long-enduring uh, league. It's, uh, you know, it's a pretty big deal.
0: So I, I was worried because you came in pretty quickly. And uh, like I said, in that other league, you established uh championship, a first-place finish in that league quickly. And uh, Joe had warned me because Joe, of course, brought you in. Uh, for those who don't know, John is – a brother-in-law to Joe. Uh, he's married to Jenny, Joe's younger sister. And uh, he told me, well, John is very analytical. He's probably got spreadsheets all spread out. And uh, I was a little bit worried that you had such quick success also. Uh, <laughs> so did you think that this league also, well, are we a little bit surprised that uh, it's taking so long in this league to get to that first place spot? No,
3: actually... Uh... You know, I, I knew that it was going to be tough because uh you know Joe warned me that you know I was coming into a league with a, a bunch of pros and sharks, um you know I was surprised that um you know I think in my first couple seasons that uh, I finished not as well as I uh, uh, hoped, um but you know I mean part of the fun of playing the you know the game is uh you know to see the players that you like do well, uh, but I, I I will say that uh, the best success I've had is uh, when you know I I've you know taken all the emotion out of it, but uh, you know it's uh it, it it is what it is, and uh and uh i I, I think I've kind of found a balance between the two. Okay.
0: Right. So I do think uh, uh it is harder to when you do have a favorite team to be to try to be a little bit more biased or analytical because. Of course, you want to vote for your own team, so you you want players on your team, uh, which is why you normally you find Russell Wilson on your team, on a team, <laughs> which this year so far has been working out pretty well, but it, it becomes pretty tough because if you let those players go, and then you're playing get someone who has them, and now you got to vote for your team uh, in the NFL maybe not to do as well because you're trying to get your own fantasy team to do well. So it's, it's pretty conflicting emotions uh, when you have a team that you're following like that.
3: No, that's, that's a hundred percent true. You know, I mean, uh, it's hard to be a football fan of a team and also to be uh, a successful, um, you know, team owner in a, in a competitive league uh, at the same time. But, you know, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, it's still fun to play, and, uh, you know, I, I I will say, you know, as it comes to, you know, as it regards to Seahawks, you know, they've always been a good team. It's just a matter of, like, picking the right person to have on your fantasy team.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, why is that team, Seahawks team, so good? It's coincided with Coach Pete Carroll leaving USC, and ever since USC has been shambles, and Seahawks have been pretty good winning a Super Bowl championship, so... It's very bitter for me uh, and Joe as USC fans to have to watch Carol and all the success he's had with the Seahawks. That's for sure. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, the other thing that uh, Joe had mentioned when you first joined the league and, you know, when we fir- when I first met you also was, uh, well, you're in the military, correct? That's correct. Right. So... Thank you, thank you for I your service. Sure. <laughs> Are you sure that you don't oh, I, Actually, I must say before I even go then, I, 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 was, I felt a little remiss because I was like, you know what? I should have had John on last week when it was Veterans, Veterans Day week because I, as far as I know, I think you're the only one who's been in the service in our league so it would have been hard
1: work living in thailand and hawaii
3: it is hard work it's hard it's hard work being in a pacific time zone and uh and and, you know keeping up with the fantasy football you know with with all the other uh, owners who are you know on the mainland right i will say that um Everyone,
0: everyone might might have think that uh, I don't know. You know, obviously during this pandemic, everyone's having to quarantine in different ways, and there may be some people who are thinking, yeah, quarantining where I'm at is not so bad. But whatever, wherever you guys are quarantining, it is not qu- quarantine like John is getting to quarantine. Uh, again, if for those who might have just missed it, where are you based out of,
3: eighteen? So the A-Team is currently based out of uh, the island of Oahu uh, in the state of Hawaii, Um, specifically on the eastern side of Oahu in a town called Kailua.
0: So during this quarantine time, I would say that uh, spending time outdoors and having to eat outdoors or have drinks outdoors is really not that big of a
3: deal for you guys. No, not at all. You know, honestly, the uh, you know, the, the, our typical quarantine activities have been taking uh our son to the beach, uh picking up some musubis and malasadas, uh and packing some beer oh, and uh you know, it, enjoying the the beautiful weather here in Hawaii. That's yeah. pretty much always beautiful. Um and uh you know, it's been great with no tourists around because now we have to eat <laughs> yeah. all to ourselves. So, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, all things considered, you know, COVID, not so bad here in Hawaii. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> after everyone else is uh, down. It trying it to their
0: beers right now, we'd first like to say, open those borders and let us in. <laughs> <laughs> we need some more in our
3: time. Hey, hey. Uh, Hash- hey th- hashtag Thunderdome thunder thunder Pro Bowl. In Hawaii, you know everyone's yeah. invited.
0: Oh man that that would be that that would be a weekend of fantasy football or a draft in Hawaii. Uh, that would that would be the top. I feel like so um, being in uh, Hawaii, being able to uh, with the time zone change, especially actually, I kind of want to know when you were in Thailand and you know waivers run out here. Waivers run out
3: here. For uh, for us at midnight, uh, what time does it run for you? So from here in Hawaii, like right now, it's uh, what like almost nine o'clock here in um, in Hawaii. So in yeah. Bangkok, it's like uh, it's like noon. But the next day, yeah. So it
0: so you would have to waivers would waivers run uh, like basically at
3: midnight pacific standard time so like it, they would run in the middle of the day for you yeah it was crazy man like you know when i was in bangkok um you know the games would come on at like 2am right. <laughs> so, so I, you know like if i had a if I, there was like a holiday weekend where you know like monday was off you know like you could go to a bar and watch the game at 2am uh but otherwise you would just have to record it and and uh and wait for the next uh the next day but
0: so you you wouldn't be you would be it, it, when you were in thailand that'd be tough because you wouldn't know till the next day if someone got injured or something like that or if like what if you had to wait till till last minute whether a player was actually going to be active for a game or not did you have to like stay up until
3: until you find word like yeah the player's good to go or you would just have to wing it? No, totally. I mean, there, there was a couple of times, uh, more than po- a couple of times, where um, like there was a player who was questionable, and I was like, uh, you know, he's probably gonna like, gonna play. And then I would wake up, and you know, he would be, you know, he would be out, uh, but in my starting lineup. So right. you know, it, it happens. And then you know, like when I was in Bangkok, I was traveling a lot. So you know, like sometimes I would be uh, like the the draft for some reason it fell on a day every single time almost where i was you know traveling and like i had to do it from the airport <laughs> <laughs> so that was tough but i i would say luckily
0: uh i guess now more recently if someone was in that spot with the with the advent of technology and the app at least you could actually do the draft on your phone whereas before like if you didn't have a computer you would be screwed and probably have to auto draft most of
3: it yeah, well, I mean, sometimes I would be, like, you know, getting off of a plane, and then, you know, half of my team would be auto-drafted, and then you know, right. I, I would, uh, you know, choose from, like, you know, round seven on or, or whatever. But, you know, it, it is what it is, and it, it's still fun.
0: So, Hawaii must be pretty good. So, then, do, do the waivers run around, like, 9 p.m. for you, then? No, wait, it'll be three hours, so maybe, yeah, like, 9 p.m., Yeah, I guess, like, then. you
3: know, 9 or 10 p.m. here.
0: Okay, that's pretty good because the rest of us over here, we have to wait like past midnight to see who made it through waivers and like who's who didn't get claimed and who who, were free agent um pickups we can make. So we got to stay up. And there's been plenty of times where, like, I fall asleep and then I realize, like, I wake up in the middle of the night and then I realize, oh crap, waivers just went through and I was I forgot to check on my players. Hey, we're not here to talk about you, buddy. Hey, we're just talking about it in general. So uh, I think this is a good time to segue. You know, we went from talking about how how this has been probably the best time of quarantine for someone who's living in Hawaii, and uh, I think we can go to the opposite Man. end of the spectrum. Oh, uh, Joe, motherfucker. This this uh, quarantine time, I, to... I don't think Troy has been good go. for you. With Troy,
1: you know? Troy has a John
0: <laughs>
1: because Troy's doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Yeah, I live with my mom. What do you think about
0: that? Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <was gonna> <laughs> it, it okay. You can get are you gonna get grounded? Are we, will you be able to keep your phone tomorrow or are, are you gonna get your phone taken away tomorrow, Joe? About it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think that's actually a part of the question. So, can you explain uh, what's been going on or how this pandemic has uh, affected you this past year? Me? Yeah, you. We're to talk about my favorite
1: Supernatural episode, which was the one where Sam and Dean went to a hotel, mm-hmm. and everyone was dressed up like them because it was a convention for them. Written by book by an author who's the prophet who actually ended up
0: being God in the in the and controlled the world. I mean, I agree that that's one of the best episodes of Supernatural, but i don't know how that applies because you and I are probably the only one who understands what you're talking about right now isn't that why isn't this a supernatural podcast <laughs> <laughs> no we're trying to find out we're segueing because uh John at the a team they've had a great time during the uh during this pandemic they've been quarantined, and quarantine life has been pretty good for them but uh you know, I would say on the opposite end we have. We have the demogorgons and how the pandemic has affected your life. I think it's uh, really the opposite end. And uh, did you want to talk about uh, how that has affected you?
1: No, no comment.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I figure. So, Josh, I, I don't know if you've done a little bit of research on what was supposed to happen this year and that got totally, totally messed up by the pandemic. You have any idea, Joshua? Uh,
2: no, what happened?
0: Okay, so this is a little bit deeper dive, but this past year, uh oh Joe the Demogorgus was supposed to take the show on the road and he was supposed to be in Thailand this past summer. Uh is was it this past yeah, it's this past summer because he was gonna get married this past summer. Uh huh. And well, once the shutdown happened, I don't think my
1: people, now... I don't think my people approved this, 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 these line of questioning. <laughs>
0: so, this this whole pandemic, you know, A. Team is here having a, the time of his life in Hawaii, and Joe was supposed to have the time of his life out in Thailand, but hey,
1: my, he got locked down. My appearance fee hasn't showed up in Venmo yet.
0: <laughs> I'm really refreshed. I don't see the money. <laughs> so, he was supposed to have this great wedding in Thailand. We were going to be out there, but that got shut down. And then we thought, okay, well, we can't do it now, so maybe we'll have to push it back later. Uh-huh. So, we were looking. So, sometime maybe in October, he said, okay, we'll just can the whole big wedding. We'll just make it a little more intimate. We'll, he'll be able to go off to a an island paradise. And wedding plan number cool. two got shut down. Hey, but- it's kind of like it's kind of like Rovid has been to him. Rovid's yeah. been just shutting his team down. Yeah.
2: Okay. So what his team is so far, hit by Rovid.
0: A pandemic is affecting him both in his real life and his fantasy <laughs> life. It's just been uh, not as a fun time in the pandemic quarantine with Joe. I'm, so, I'm, I'm
1: looking forward. I can talk about Raja Ampat, the last paradise. Most beautiful place mm-hmm. left on earth. Where I hope to head to in March, if Rovid can finally just die and
0: go away, and we are looking for a little respite. And so, uh, you know, we're we're hoping that there's gonna be a a finally a break in all this, and so that uh, Joe can finally uh. get get connected, finally get hooked up, and finally be off the market.
2: That's the plan, hopefully.
0: So, it's been a struggle with the Rovid 20 affecting your team. But you're a veteran, Joe. So, I do see that you've you've really scrapped together a pretty good record, cons- all things considered. Give me
1: a second. I don't know which team we're talking about here. Let me look at my lineup.
0: All right. You're, we're talking about the Demogorgons here. Uh, oh, I beat Dan.
1: <laughs> perennially bad, stanky. Oh, real quick, Lamar Jackson, come on. When is he gonna start playing? Okay, Ridiculous. well, Michael Thomas, first round pick, auto drafted. <laughs> no one told me. Out.
0: You also lost Austin Eckler to me Austin Eckler, out. Chris Carson,
1: out.
2: Devontae Freeman,
1: out. Devontae Freeman out. Chris Carson's backup. Chris Hyde out. Picked up. Chris Hyde's backup. Dallas, whatever the hell. Out. I have three, three Seattle running backs.
0: Yeah, but you're still you're still in eighth place. So that's what I'm saying. I, I like to think that you've been uh you know some some team Owners may just have thrown in the towel, like uh, TLA. You know, TLA's—he's probably like just, but just about throwing the towel at this point. But you're scrapping still. Uh, you know, this last week was a huge week because you and Stanky Boys were fighting over that eighth spot, and uh, so so far that gives you the eighth spot. So I do think it's pretty commendable. This this might actually be the best coaching job you've done. Would you agree, <laughs> Joe? is your Is your is your mom inside the room again, or what's going on? <laughs> so, while he, he must be having some tif- technical difficulties. Joshua, what do you what do you uh, do? You have any comments about that? Do you think it is pretty impressive that he's still in the A-speed?
2: Yep, uh, especially with how bad his draft was. Uh, I think he's had a okay year, especially for where he was in the draft.
1: Hey, can you hear me?
2: Yeah, <laughs> we can hear you. Hey, bad draft is auto-draft. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. Okay, auto-draft. All right. auto-draft.
0: So, I don't know if you heard me earlier, Joe, but I would say, actually, this might be uh, – this year might have been could possibly be your actually best your best coaching job of getting your season, your team to say four and six. A at pretty point. typical coaching job on my part. So then you were saying you typically can guide your team to four and six. to
1: I thought it was. Down. Oh, I don't man. even, I didn't even, I just looked right now that I beat Stan.
0: I don't even look. <laughs> Yeah, I like I said that was a pretty big uh, matchup because whoever won would would actually have that a spot. So that was a pretty key victory Ooh. that you had over there. It was Stan. Come on. So you know, um, have you guys? Uh, there was something that last week's in last week's episode, um, Wanzi and Zuki Zillas and the the uh, number one man Wolfpack. Well. They were talking about how, yeah, you know, one thing that we haven't had so far this year, we didn't have that many trades. In fact, only one trade was pulled off before the deadline. But uh, not that I want to go to the details, but I will say uh, at least this year, I at least had some conversations, some negotiations with uh, A-Team this year. So, you know, I do appreciate the fact that a team was open to negotiations compared to a lot of the other teams. I'm still open. You just keep on, you keep on rejecting
3: (laughs) my offers, man.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, the thing is, is no, but I didn't, you know, one thing that's my bad this year that I didn't realize, you know, the, the, I think the trend (laughs) that trend is is over this week. So I had, I had uh this is when it are typically the trades are over and I had meant to push it back a little bit this year because I thought with more bench spots and uh, just how crazy this season was that maybe we could let the trades go on a little bit longer you yeah, know not into the playoffs because that I think that would be a little bit weird but I meant to go at least a couple more weeks <laughs> I forgot to change the settings so I feel like if I change it now or you know I would have to first of all, get like everyone's okay. But now that it passed, it's kind of, I kind of feel like uh, it might be kind of weird to change it. Unless, unless I get, unless I, everyone does
3: come back to me and say,
0: yeah, let's push it back to like week 12 or something like that. Then I'm, I'm open to that. Oh,
3: so week 10 is the, usually the cutoff for trades. Right. Oh man. I'm still a rookie. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I would have made you a much better offer.
2: (laughs)
0: right 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 so uh, i mean th- uh, again like i i i had i had forgot about it myself also to be to be honest i thought we had like another week week for it too so but yeah i think our our next step is and i you know i thought this year we would have more trades because people have more of the players on their benches so there aren't as many free agents that are usable so i thought people would put packages together to put a uh, more trades together but it didn't happen. Mm, I don't know.
3: I, I don't know, Commissioner. That sounds awfully suspicious to me.
0: Yeah. No, I, I don't know if people are uh, so like like I said last week I don't know if they're all just so enamored with their own teams or if they you know just are just not are, are worried that they don't want to get the the uh, the bad end of the stick. But I will talk about, you know, Joe is was complaining about Lamar but i think it was after week 3 i actually offered josh allen and another player for lamar but he didn't take it and that was that was after josh allen had two great week 1 and week 2 was really really good for josh allen and uh but i feel like this happens often when when i offer a trade is he completely poo poo that trade he he thought that what i was offering was ridiculous to you know ask for lamar jackson for josh allen and you know like a bench player you know he he thought that was a terrible trade but you know in hindsight you have to have a little bit of a, a wider view of what can happen for players not exactly just what's happening and i'm sure he's regretting not taking that trade now So I don't know if you can hear us. Can you hear us, Joe? Yep. <laughs> i have to bring it back in. He might be he might be salty that I'm bringing up that trade that he didn't take. Maybe it was he's he's feeling a little bummed out about that. <laughs> so uh John, when you um the, is is he gonna be coming uh, are you guys gonna be celebrating Christmas in Hawaii if possible
3: I think uh, we're, we're gonna try to um, do a, a week somewhere uh, in Hawaii probably the big island yeah no. that'd
0: be nice so yeah. it, it's it's not a problem for you guys to go in between islands then I imagine it
3: depends on the island and, and to keep on changing the rules here um, but yeah but oh, I know uh, I, I think you know, more and more, they're um, they're opening up the, the travel in Hawaii. So, uh, it shouldn't be a problem. All
0: right. Uh, yeah. Joe, you back with us? So, I was talking about the trade that you,
2: that oh, you that. Uh, rejected Do when you, I offered you.
1: My Josh response Josh
2: is, <laughs> to give you a
1: little drop of wisdom, is that a savvy veteran like myself just needs to hold on to the eight spot knowing that Lamar Jackson has one of the best matchups during the playoffs when it really matters. I see. So in that case, your trade was ridiculous because I don't want some Eddie Jones or Jeff Jones or Daniel Jones in the playoffs. You want Lamar Jackson with good matchups.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I I don't think you would consider Josh Allen. It's like, did you see Queen's uh,
1: Gambit? I'm like that far ahead on the steps. And I see it all. I see see the checkmate.
0: Okay. So, in other words, you're trying to position yourself to have that ace spot so to hopefully go up against Squishy and you feel like you could take about that first round. Hello? Okay. So, Joe's Joe's pretty tech savvy, but somehow his – his Wi-Fi is uh, being a little spotty, baby. Maybe he's sharing that. Uh, maybe his mom might be watching too many cream videos, and he's he's <laughs> he eating up now? all the bandwidth.
1: You know, every, every time, time I, you, I pick
0: up a player, I I I, I drop you. I'm time time trying pick to up a figure player? out my lineup
1: right now. <laughs> might, as, might as well.
0: Oh my my. Why don't you have like a separate a separate my, computer instead of using my your response computer. to that
1: is that do you think that squishy is really going to be untouched by the Rovin or is Rovin just waiting to take him down when he is at his highest point rolling into the playoffs?
0: Well, you know, I, I feel like squishy you know, he's he's shown to be uh, the like I said, the type that he feels like everyone's being an alarmist. I don't think he really feels uh that much danger um from Rovid. uh yeah, he might have caught a bit of it you know he he's his but he figures ah, it's just a tight end you know i i can i could do without it um you know he doesn't feel like uh any any mitigation needs needs to happen and uh he's rolling right through you know he's seven and two by far ahead uh in points against by any team. So I, I think he's not worried about it. Yeah, that's
1: his that that's that's what number one seed has how many times has number one won the won the league? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Good yeah. morning. Yeah, if it has happened, it's probably only been when the Rum Shakers has done it. I would, I would surmise. <laughs> I, I, hey,
1: Josh, Josh, fact yeah. check that, please.
2: Uh, I only have record for this year's Intern, lead, fact so. check. Hey, uh, I do have some questions for you though, to Demogorgon. Uh. All right, so he's got some questions ready. Go ahead, Josh. Fire away. Um, question one so, um, you know, the other intern, Justin, uh, remembers playing Madden against you. Uh, I don't know how long ago, but he just wants to know, um, how it felt to take that beat down in Madden.
1: <laughs> I will, you know, I, I as a mentor to give him some hope so he doesn't give up on video games forever. I gave him some, I let him win. So, Hey Josh, between us and this podcast, don't tell Justin that I let him win. Don't let, don't tell him. I want to keep his, his hopes
2: alive. He is a, he is a weekly, he's a weekly listener. I heard he's pretty
1: good now. So
2: you're welcome, Justin. All right. And then, um, question two. So, um, as you know, or some people don't know, but you went to uh, Harvard, Westlake. Same um, goes my dad, and um, you guys are on the same football team. I heard, and you played uh, running back or fullback, but you didn't get that many touches. Sorry, Dave. So, yeah. So, but my dad was also on that team too, and he was a offensive lineman. So I heard a story that uh, you finally got a uh, ball handed off to you. And think you finally got the long touchdown run you've always been dreaming about. But then my dad um, had a whole thing against it. So I just want to know what your reaction to that is. It would be
1: cool. To, the, it would be the slam left. And Ed was either the right guard or right tackle having no involvement in the play. I took the ball at the one-yard line. I saw the field. I saw the hole. And I took the <laughs> hole. I ran over the linebacker. And I wasn't as fast as the, their safety so he was gaming on me. So instead of trying to outrun him, I turned back and hit him, knocked him on the <laughs> ground, went in the end zone. Your truck sticked exactly. In you're <laughs> stick Exactly. the truck stick. Just as my arms were up in victory, I turned around to see the whistle. <laughs> and it was it happened to be a little bit it happened to be your video. father. I don't know why. Like, I don't even know why. (laughs) He didn't even have to get out of his three-point stance on that play. (laughs) He could have taken a break. (laughs) Do
2: Do you guys still talk about this? No,
1: it was homecoming. Plus, he's a pastor. What am I gonna do?
0: So unfortunately, that was uh, stricken from the record books, and so oh. uh, it, it never existed. The it did never
2: exist existed because they the took a words.
0: photo, and it's in my yearbook for that year.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a photo of me breaking the middle linebacker tackle. Oh,
2: all hundred,
1: all one hundred and thirty-one pounds of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they it- said
1: the play that could have been the play that could have been i think that's the more that's even more that's the that's that's the more shocking
2: that you were 131 pounds. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah that was uh that was that was some time ago that was some time ago <laughs> We would all say we were a bit lighter and we uh, had a bit more hair back then. Yeah. <laughs> time, time has flown by. Now we've become wizened, uh, grizzly, uh, fancy football. Wait, something
1: just came to me. John. Yeah. Previous to fantasy football, did you not follow football at all? Is that correct? Do I do I remember that correctly? No.
3: So I I had um a few years where there was kind of a, a black hole where uh, I didn't follow sports. I didn't, you know, kind of lost contact with uh, pop culture and uh, uh, pretty much with like normal life for you know about five years. Oh, or so. when
1: you well, when you were at war. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, when you're in the middle of Afghanistan,
0: like uh. <laughs> Doing super secret uh, missions, so basically doing uh,
3: Call so, of Duty in real life. I, I, let me just put it. Let me just say this: I have been a Seahawks fan since I moved to United States from Korea uh, in 1981, and you know, I grew up watching Steve Largent and you know all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, I mean, let's face it: the Seahawks were always a terrible team before Pete Carroll got there, and the Seahawks finally got to the Super Bowl in 2000. What was 2006, and the day of the Super Bowl, uh, we got notification for uh, for a mission, and what? we we got we were sitting outside in, you know, 130 degrees, you know, heat in the middle of the desert, just you know, you know, sucking and you know, hating life, uh, waiting for <laughs> <laughs> waiting for this thing to happen. And I had no idea
1: what was going on in the Super Bowl. Oh my God. So when <laughs> how long was it before you found out? Um
3: it was it was I think it was later that night. But you know, at that point I was like, oh, whatever. On to the next, you know. What what
0: was the mission
1: was the
3: mission? What's school? Was that the
0: Matt Hasselbeck Super Bowl? Or the uh was that so was that Matt Hasselbeck against the
3: Steelers? Yeah, that was that was yeah, that was the um yeah, that was right, right? 2006, Hasselback and yep. Yeah, and yeah, that was penalty, the first time but, you know, they still lost by like, two scores, right? Or something like that. Oh, they had
1: the running back yeah, for Madden? I the, the which one? The Madden running back? What's his name?
3: Sure, what's his name? Uh, yeah, uh, Sean, Sean Alexander. Alexander. Yeah.
1: The, was, was, the, yeah, mi- was, was the mission a success?
3: uh yeah, yeah. yes uh, kind of <laughs> i mean like what you know that's like asking you know was iraq a success <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I'm not a, a, no. the, i not
3: allowed to discuss the detail but. anyway anyway so there was a period <laughs> in my life where uh i had like almost you know very little contact with uh you know uh anything in like normal life and uh you know it felt good to come back and um you know kind of rejoin the human race and uh and uh you know i i don't know if you know this uh uh troy but um i, I am uh you know coming to the end of my uh military time so yes uh, so i'm, I'm yes, very much I looking that, forward yeah. to uh you know being a, a full-time uh uh participant in um uh, you know, in, in the league and, uh, you know, being able to devote my full attention to it.
0: Yeah, well, we're we're definitely happy that you've been able to make it out of your tour and all your time safe and healthy. So, like, yeah, we're happy to see that that that's uh, coming to an end. Uh, uh, like I said, we're all, we're all, of course, as a league, we're all thankful for your service. And uh, like I said, I, I wish we had uh, had you on last week. It would have been, a little bit more appropriate, but yeah, it's gonna be a good time, man. And probably the, your next ish, your next job may have to be a firearms instructor for the Thunderdome because uh, with a lot of with with a lot of the quarantine time, a lot of people are picking up guns. And uh, oh my god! Well, god. let's just say some of the people in the league who have guns, we have guns. We would like them to educated <laughs> a little bit more. With have guns, guns John. <laughs>
3: not So you're telling me that y- some members of this group have guns and are not proficient in their usage.
0: All well, members yeah, with the gun you know,
3: in this league are not
0: proficient. <laughs> right. I, wouldn't, I would not be able to call anyone Proficient uh with firearms <laughs> that's for sure. So like I said, we might need like a professional oh, instruction. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: But well, you know, you know the it was the the area that you live in, I think is a pretty good place for um for uh firearms training. So maybe we can have a uh, post-season, you know, yeah. kind of off season training type uh gathering.
0: Long oh, down, right. Just make sure I just wanna make sure I'm standing <laughs> in the back. Dude. Dude. <laughs> that's not that thing. I'm, I'm gonna stand yeah. behind the barrier
2: <laughs>
0: yeah i'm pretty sure like i'm pretty sure here where we're out here in las vegas uh i'm probably the only one who doesn't <laughs> have one so then i kind of feel left out so i'm like feeling like um yeah well if 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 there if there was a zombie apocalypse I can't have the everyone around me have one and, and me not. So, you know, I, I'm gonna have to consider
3: that. <laughs> well, you should at least know how to use one in case you uh you know, in case you pick up some one that uh, somebody dropped or something.
0: Oh yeah. Well I could do at least that. Like if if I was behind you, John, and then you had you pulled you pulled the one out of your, you know, back pocket, and you said, Hey, you know how to use this? I'd be like, Okay, yeah, I could do that, <laughs> right? yeah i if it was if it was that situation, I could at least do that. I'm pretty sure I could do that. I'll be like, uh just make sure I have the safety <laughs> off right and then I'm good to go uh, so I have at least gone uh ski shooting out here, not that I'm good at oh, it that's but that's, that's pretty good. fun you know yeah so like i said if if it if it came down to one of the things where you where you pulled it out and say here, you know how I use this one? I'll be like, "Okay, I got you back." That's, that's about as as good I can go. But if you told me I gotta go clear that that hallway or that room or that floor, no, uh, now we're in trouble. No one's to not clear nothing, my friend. <laughs> well, I mean, well, that's what I just said. How many, I just how said many hours have of do practice
3: do that. That you guys had on, like you know, like Call of Duty or you know what, what whatever the games are? You guys should be like you know pro- professionals by now. <laughs>
0: Well, well, that would be, be Joe. Uh, I'd, yeah. I'd be Marxist. <laughs> <laughs> I spent my time on uh, Madden, and so I'm honing my fantasy football skills by, again, studying uh, analysis, AI abilities of different football players and studying their stats on Madden. a that's, uh, that's about where where my time will be
3: led. Well, <laughs> I'm going to propose, I'm just throwing it out there, but uh, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, there there should be some sort of, uh, you know, in February, assuming the the season, you know, goes the the full length, uh, some sort of a Super Bowl uh, shooting practice, maybe some time uh, at the craps table, uh, (laughs) (laughs) gathering in Las Vegas in February. I knew. I
1: know John's been angling this whole time. He's been angling how to get to Vegas and, and to the craft right. table. I just realized.
0: <laughs> well, I, I will let everyone else know if you are in the. If you can make it, if John says he's going to go to the craft table, let me just tell you from past experience: if John's going to roll the dice, you better hurry up and get on the table because John will pull pull out from the universe some he will pull out good vibes from the universe and he will roll for almost an hour. So if John says he's making a trip to Vegas to get on the crafts table, everybody better be on the first train or a car ride to be on that craps table when he gets In on. John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So by any event. John, uh, have
2: you, you fact-checked so... that, that thing I asked you to yet? No, I haven't. I I can't go back. He he's a, he's, uh,
0: you know, they we're we're only an yep. up and coming podcast so you know his his ability to uh his his ability to use technology over there is a little bit limited and right now intern uh Justin is using a lot of bandwidth uh, over there too so you know he can only he can only mm-hmm, search so mm-hmm. quickly. <laughs> Oh, man! But anyways, so I'd like to thank uh the demagoors Joe for finally coming on to the podcast. You know, everyone was really uh waiting to hear him his voice once again on the podcast, and of course, finally, we got to meet john uh and uh, out there in paradise. Glad you're able to take time and uh come to the podcast. Uh really, really appreciate you guys coming on. It was it was a pleasure, Troy. Thanks. All right guys. Good week good luck in uh week eleven. And everybody go get something good to eat.